In this week's episode, we look at three metaphors that can help change your life. Bringing hope and healing. It's your source for personal growth, mental health, and interesting ideas. Thoughtful Mind with Svi. Here's your host, Svi Hilsenrath. Welcome back to Thoughtful Mind with Svi. I'm your host, Svi Hilsenrath. So in my clinical work, I find that one of the best ways to talk about ideas is to use metaphors or stories to help visualize the ideas that we are exploring in a way that's not so dry or technical, but that brings these ideas or concepts to life. Today, I'd like to share with you three of the metaphors that I use consistently with my clients, as well as the ideas that are attached to them. The first is the cup metaphor. I came across the cup metaphor in the book that changed my life, Jerry Spence's How to Argue and Win Every Time. If you listen to other of my podcast episodes, you have definitely heard me refer to this book. Uh, Jerry Spence is one of the most celebrated courtroom trial lawyers in American history. He's been very successful. I believe he's in his 90s and still practicing part-time. And he describes a person as a cup. This cup is full of all the things that make the person the person. The person's energy, their creativity, their love, their time, their money, their effort. All of the things that we have within us that we give to others. And that we give to ourselves. And as a person's day progresses, you pour from the cup a little bit at a time onto other people and projects and onto ourselves a little time, a little money, a little creativity. We are giving of ourselves to others a little attention here, a little love there, a little effort here, a lot of time there. And all of this is healthy and important behavior. We are constantly giving of ourselves to others. And at the end of the night, we go to sleep and our cup refills. And tomorrow we have another full cup to give away. However, sometimes something else happens. And that is rather than giving of the cup, people give the actual cup away. And this can take the form of a codependent love relationship or at work, letting our supervisor determine our emotional state or in maintaining an unhealthy parent-child relationship. Anytime that we give another person control of our thoughts or our emotions or our activity, our time, all of the things that fill up our cup, instead of giving of them, we give the cup away and allow somebody else to determine the choices that we make and the use of who we are. That is unhealthy. In a loving, healthy relationship, we never give our cup to the other person, but rather give of our cup to the other person. And often the first part of healing from a relationship of this type is to realize that that is exactly what we have done. The second one is less of a metaphor, more of a story. And that is the story of the wild horses. And so about 200 years ago in Europe, there was a farmer. And this farmer in a small village in a small country had a brown horse and this horse ran away. And everyone in the village said, what bad luck? And the farmer said, I don't know if it's good luck or bad luck. It's too soon to tell. 
And then his horse came back and it came back with three beautiful wild horses. And everyone said, you were right. It is good luck. And he said, good luck or bad luck. I don't know. It is too soon to tell. And then the farmer's son was training these horses and one of the horses bucked, threw him off. And he broke both of his legs. The medicine being what it was in Europe 200 years ago, his legs did not heal well. And he was crippled for the rest of his life. And people said, you were right. It was bad luck. And he said, good luck or bad luck. I don't know. It is too soon to tell. And then Europe again, being what it was 200 years ago, the little country that he was in went to war with a larger country next door. And the army came through and conscripted all of the young men of the village. And everyone was saying goodbye with tears in their eyes because they knew that the army would be slaughtered and this is the last time they would see their son. And all the young men went off except for this farmer's son. Because he was crippled, the army didn't want him. And the village people came and said, you were right, it was good luck. And so often when we are caught up in the events of our lives, whether or not we are judging those events to be terrible or moments of joy, we forget to place those events within the context of our life. So often things that look terrible in the moment or that look happy in the moment turn out to be the other way. When we look at these events within the context of our lives, I went into this in more depth in an earlier episode when we spoke about where do you want to put the period? How do you want to look at where this event fits into the context of your life? But the story of the wild horse is a helpful one to remind ourselves that we don't know. Good luck, bad luck. It is too soon to tell. And the last one is the eclipse. So stealing from Mark Twain is always a great idea. And in a Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's court by Mark Twain, the hero Hank Morgan utilizes a solar eclipse to convince the Knights of the Round Table and King Arthur that he is a wizard and to expand his influence over them. And we can use the idea of an eclipse to expand our own influence over how we view our lives. I tend to think of clients as the sun. They are the source of all the good and the blessing that is coming out from them to them and to the world. And problems creep into their lives and problems are like the moon. In a solar eclipse, the moon covers the sun and it is dark out. And that's what it looks like when people have problems. The problems cover up all the joy, all the warmth, all the light in the person's life. And it is dark out and people are convinced that this is how it will stay. However, all eclipses end when the moon moves out of the way of the sun. And so too, as we begin to remove the problem from somebody's life, we let the person's natural light, their natural sunshine, their natural joy and love shine out on themselves and onto the world. But it is deeper than that because In an eclipse, the sun was shining before the problem came into the person's life. And oftentimes, somebody has a hard time seeing that the problem will ever end, that the moon will ever shift. And it is important to remember that there was a before. And if there was a before, there can be an after. And so when we are stuck, and it seems like this moment is something that will last forever, it is important to remember that it was not always here. And if it was not always here, it is not permanent and does not always have to stay here. The situation we are in is finite. And just like there is a before, so too there can be an after. Just like the sun was shining forth before the moon covered it. Just like your love and your light and your joy 
and your energy and your creativity was pouring forth on yourself and onto the world before the problem took over, so too it shall again. I hope you find at least one of these three helpful and apply them to your own situation and to your own life and to your own problems and more importantly, to your own inner light. As always, I want to thank everyone for listening and for those that are sharing on social media. I look forward to the next time that we are together in two weeks. And until then, go out, believe in yourself. Thank you.